Hey, Hello? how you doing? Hey. What's going on? Nothing. Ooh. I just got in the house too. Oh wow. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Welcome to Perspectives Heart to Heart Iron Zeke show. Thanks for having me. Yes. Introduce yourself and tell everyone where you're from. I'm Selvina from the Bronx. Yeah. From the BX. Tell the people a little <laughs> about yourself. Well, I ain't got much in that. I'm a little boring person, but I'm Selvina. I live in the Bronx. from the Bronx. Um, I have a clothing store coming out soon that I'm going to launch, hopefully, by the end of this month. And that's why I have kids that drive me crazy. Yeah. That's about it. So Ain't tell us a, tell us a little more about your own business, your online business. Well, I have an online clothing store called Felt Boutique. Okay. And I'm going to be selling women clothes and accessories. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. That's cool. So I'm a little excited about that and nervous at the same time. Yeah, that happens when you're doing a business. Sometimes you just gotta step on, step out on faith. Right. Yeah. So today we're gonna talk about sexual abuse. Ooh, okay. Yeah, that topic is really important to me because it's not talked about enough, and I feel like you know, women or in men that been sexually abused. They are just afraid to speak about it because they don't want to be judged or they feel like someone's not going to believe them. Oh, yes, yes. So what I want to ask you is, what I want to ask you is, women who've been victims of sexual abuse as a child, do you think most of the, the time their abusers are someone they know? Um, hmm. Yes, I do. I do. Yeah. I think most of the time um you know this person. Okay. Unfortunately. Yeah. Okay, okay, okay. How would you feel if you were a victim of sexual abuse and your family didn't believe you? Wow. I don't know how I I I would feel crazy. I I would feel crazy. Um I had a situation before. In your personal life or someone you know? Um, it was with someone I knew. Okay. Back in the day. Okay. He, he was a little crazy. Mm. And he, you know, took advantage. Wow. And I've never said nothing because I felt like because he was my boyfriend at the time, people wouldn't believe me. Or look at it like it was abuse. Yes. Okay, I got you. So, okay. Yeah, so mm. it, it, it's hard. It's something hard to talk about. Yeah. But I know that it's important to talk about it so that more people are comfortable with coming forward and not feeling ashamed about it. Yeah. Just, you know. How did you? How did you, like, get over it? 
How did I get over it? Or you just don't really get over stuff like that. You're just trying not to think about it. I don't think you get over it. Um, you only remember, you know, what happened. And I guess you just, I just move forward. I don't, I don't, I never talked about it. So the only people that know about it, my boyfriend that I went down and my ex-boyfriend. Okay. That was like the only two people I really ever spoke to it about. So I don't know, I just move forward. Oh. And it's it's crazy because this person, right? Actually found me on Facebook last year and wrote to me. He's like, Hey, how you doing? And I wrote like who's this? Because I didn't recognize the picture. And he said his name. And I was just thinking in my head, like, what in the in his right mind thinks that I'll ever be cool with him? After the, what he has so, done to you. Right. So it just let me know that he, what he, he knew what he did, but he felt like he didn't do nothing wrong. And I just thought that was crazy. Like, he was really writing to me like we were best friends or something. Wow. Some people but just yeah, feel that you're supposed to ignore certain things, right? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Mm. But for me, I just, it's, I wouldn't say it's easy for me to get over things, but it's like I can just move forward and it not affect my life or the people I'm dating. I know some people, with some people, it's hard for them to get over it. And then when they get in the next relationship, they like bring that baggage with them. And it's hard for them to connect with other people because, you know, after that, you may not trust. So, but for me, it was, I just got over it and moved forward. You just had to get over it, got it. What would be your advice to someone who has experienced sexual abuse and have a hard time getting over it? Oh, man, what would I tell them? I don't know. I, I would say, you know, once they're um, able to speak about it, if they have maybe someone close to them that they trust, that they can talk to, to just get it off of their chest sometimes or, you know, just have that relief. That feeling that you're not by yourself and that there are people that love you. Like if you could just talk to them, or maybe even um, talk to someone professionally and just try to get some help if you're still struggling with what they put you through. Mm. That's what I would tell them. Okay. What is it about people who suffer from sexual abuse? Why? They block it out with drugs, alcohol use. I think, um, I, I don't know why, but I think it's just to numb it. Like, because when, you, when you're drinking and you're high or whatever, you're not really um, focusing on that. Like, Maybe it helps them forget for a few seconds or a few hours about the feeling, that hurt feeling that they feel. Like. Uh. But 
think that's the healthy way to go. Yeah. But unfortunately, a lot of people do turn to drugs um, for answers and stuff. So people... Yeah, because... Mm-hmm. People, um, so they take the drugs and often consume a lot of alcohol just to block out the pain that they experience with this sexual abuser, not knowing that it may, not knowing it will cause more harm than good. Yes, yes. It's like a fast, what you call it? Mm. For them, it's like a quick fix. Basically, it's just like a temporary high for the moment. Yeah. And then that time you'll just be chasing the same high over and over and over until you realize. Exactly. Yeah. An addiction could be something hard. Yeah, definitely. So you said you mentioned you had a boyfriend, right? Yeah. Okay. What makes your relationship strong? What makes that's a great question. <laughs> what makes our relationship strong? You know what? My relationship that I'm in now is so different than what I'm used to because my man he don't he don't bother me. Like I'm able to think clearly with him. Like there's no stress. We've been together for like a little over three years. I've never had an argument with him. Like if we disagree about something, we talk about it and we're able to move forward. Like there's no, nobody's holding grudges against each other. And I feel like I'm living, even though I'm in a relationship, I feel like I'm free. In my past relationships, I felt like I was living to make this person happy. Like, oh, I can't do this because he's going to be unhappy. So let me stay home, even though I know I want to go out. I'm not going to do it. It's going to make this nigga unhappy. Oh, wow. So I was like living to please him. Now I feel like I'm, I'm not going through that. So you're just able to live your life and be happy and there's no real restrictions on things. No. And he is so supportive. He is so supportive. Like any anything that I'm trying to do or get into, he he got my back. He's like, just let me know what I can do to help you out. You know he's he's just there. So before I had jealousy and competition, which is something that I can never understand when you're in a relationship, like how are you jealous of your partner because they want to better themselves? Yeah, that that is crazy. Yeah, it's crazy. Things like that I would never understand and probably just yeah. Wouldn't even wouldn't even like find myself thinking about it to even try to figure it out. Right, it's just too much of a headache. It's I remember a- one time when I I got my license, my ex boyfriend was mad because I got my license. He made me feel like a piece of shit. 
like, bitch, you got your license without me. I was like, what? And then when I bought a car, he broke up with me. He broke up with you. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> that is crazy. I bought a car. He was so mad that I bought a car that he was like, I need space. I can't do this no more. You mad grimy. And I was like so confused. Like, what the hell did I do? Yeah. Maybe he... Yeah, has like, mental issues or something because why wouldn't you want your spouse or your significant other to be <laughs> accomplishing goals why it has to be with you and on your time right yeah <laughs> I can, exactly everything about my past relationship everything I felt like had to be on his time like he needed to do it before me it was just too much. But now I'm so happy. As I'm stress-free. Ain't no competition going on. And he's shown me so much love. Since day one, he's always asked, what can I do to make your life easier? And that's what he's done. He's just been so helpful and so loving. Okay. To me and my kids. Okay, that's what's up. I'm just grateful that's for that. what's up. So any woman that has experienced what you have experienced in your past relationship, what t- what advice right. will you give them? I would tell them to run. <laughs> get, get away as fast as you can. Get away as fast as you can. And it's just not healthy. It's just not a healthy situation. Yeah. When you somebody who's constantly felt it felt like he's just constantly trying to keep me down. Like he don't want me to be great. This is basically mental abuse over and over and over. And you know what? It took a while for me to realize that that was mental abuse. Mm. It took a while because I used to, you know, it was in my twenties. I used to think. Like, what? I must have did something. Like, even though I know I didn't do nothing. Like, what the hell? Like, it was so confusing. But once I realized it was mental abuse, when, I was like, this ain't going to work for me. You realize is this that they the ones that had the problem and you didn't. <laughs> yes. And then when I left that situation, you know what they... You know what everybody what? said? That I'm selfish. What, people actually called you selfish for that? or Yes. They said you're selfish. People actually said that I to said, you. what? Yeah. And he said I was selfish. Wow. Too. He said I'm selfish. And then I, and I didn't even care who thought I was selfish. I said this is exactly what he's been doing this whole time. There he go again. Tell, now he's telling me I'm selfish because I want to be happy. Do you think the reason why people called you selfish because he changed the narrative of what he was actually doing and basically yeah. just lying about things and making you seem like you're the, you know the bad guy? 
I don't know what he was telling people, but I know from my side, um, people didn't know the whole story of why we separated. Mm. So, just because I was a private person, so to everybody, it was like we was this perfect couple, and then one day we separated. Okay. And I, you know, I was just like, you know, listen, there's reasons why. Like, you don't be with somebody for um, ten years and then just separate one. Day. I got you. I want to ask you a question. This is like really disturbing. But um, okay. back to the whole sexual abuse thing. When a when a female right. decides to engage in sexual intercourse. Or multiple men, mm-hmm. multiple men. What would people? What people would say today, as gang bang and right. consent to it. Then later, then later mm-hmm. on, recant the consent and fill out a police report saying she was raped and put them people wow. away um. in prison. For something she consented um, to. Well, that would be crazy. Um, I would I would tell men to um, don't even put yourself in that type of situation. Um, because shit like that. Wow, that that would be crazy. It's tough. Like you said, she consented to it, so this is something she wanted. She wanted to do it. And then turned around and said that she yep. was raped. Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, um, I think guys just have to be a little bit more smarter. I know it may seem like a fun thing to do, but you just got to be careful with some of these women out here. It could be really dangerous. That Yes, it can be really dangerous. On both Yes. Days. Even for her, like, what if the nigga want to try to kill her now? Because she lied. Mm-hmm. Well, it's just, you know, it's not a good situation. And how would you feel if your son was put in that situation? What? I would go crazy. I would go crazy. You know, that's one of my biggest fears that when my son go to college, he messing with these girls and somebody's talking about he raped them. I don't honestly know what I would think. Like, I need to hear the full story. Like, what the fuck happened? Can I curse yes, on you? Can. Oh, okay. I need to know the full story. Like, what happened? And I, I don't know. I don't know what I will do. I will lose my mind. Because I don't want my child in jail. Yeah. And I know he's a good kid. And um, I don't know. The girl, uh, I mean, was it at a party or was it just them two? Because uh. what if what if they had, like, it could be so many situations. They had a party, somebody drugged her. She knows she got raped, but she don't know who did it. Blame it on my child. It probably wasn't him. Maybe it was somebody else at the party, but she don't know who. And it's like they both victims at that yeah. point. And- like, what, what do she do and what do he do? So I just t- got 
tell my son, like, just be careful about the people you hang out with and these women that you talk to. <sighs> that is definitely tough. That's my biggest fear. My biggest fear is being... Yeah. It just, it's just it's, it's scary to be in that situation. Yeah. You know? It's really scary to be in that situation. Especially even though you didn't do anything. Yeah, because it beats you up mentally and the men who who have to be incarcerated for go through a whole lot in prison. Yes. You know, like the um, yes. the um, the Central Park joggers case with dudes that got convicted. Oh, yeah. You know, they went through a right. whole lot in and out of prison. You know, from getting assaulted yeah. in all types of ways for something they didn't do for years too. So that's right. just something that nobody should even have to experience, you know, on no ends, period. Woman should have not, a woman shouldn't have to lie about it. A man shouldn't be falsely accused mm-hmm. of it. A woman shouldn't be sexually right. abused, touched by any one family member, right. friend, co-worker, et cetera, et cetera. It has right. to stop now and right now. It, it does. It does. Because from we have to um, protect protect each yes. other. Yes, definitely protect our own. Because yeah. I don't know what I don't know what I would do if my nieces came to me and told me something like that. I probably would lose my mind and forget everything. You would lose you? you know? Because mm-hmm. there's just so much you gotta. Yeah develop and it's just like and, and that's the scariest part right when it comes to sexual abuse mm-hmm. now I'm gonna go I'm gonna go for my for off of what I would do it's crazy if my nieces came to me right. and told me that somebody did something to them right I would lose my mind and right. look for these people to cause them some sort of harm mm-hmm. right now what happened you find yep. a female Goes to somebody that's willing to cause harm to these people and cause harm to them, kill one of them, and go to prison for life for something that them kids that he killed did not did not actually do, and she mm-hmm. lied about it, you know. So whether they go to prison or die, mm-hmm. it's just it's just a scary situation. Yeah, yep, it is. Yeah, that that's just a whole crazy situation. Like, I don't think nobody wants to be in that situation. Nobody should be in that situation. So, right. what do you think we need to do as parents, as brothers, sisters? What do we need to do to prevent from things like that happening? Well, as parents, I think we need to talk to our children. We need to talk to our children. Get to know your kids. There's parents out here that think they know everything. I know my child. I know my child. You don't know your child. You think you know your child because you gave birth to them? It don't work like that. I I even tell my mom that, like, my kids, they're... They're their own little humans. They got their own brains. They think 
their own ways. I have to talk to them and get to know them. Because when they leave my house and they're in school or whatever, they talking to other kids that talk different than how I talk in my household. They're learning new things from these kids. So there's certain things that you don't know about your kids. You just got to talk to your kids, get to know them, and see if you can figure out you know, what type of mindset that they have and just try to teach them about certain things in life. Like my daughter, I got to teach her, you know, watch out for these guys, teach my son to watch out for these girls. And I'll be talking to my kids, honestly. And they'd be like, Mom, that's too much information. I'm like, you got to hear it. But yeah, and as brothers and sisters and stuff, mothers and all of that, we gotta just talk to each other. Yeah. We talk to each other. Mm. Mm, that's good. Just that's what's up. Listen. That's what we need to do. Listen. Because sometimes people don't want to listen. Be observant. Now, with all this sexual abuse stuff, you know, on both ends, like we talked about earlier, as parents, it's really important to educate your kids about these things instead of trusting the Board of Education or letting them find out, letting them find out the hard way later on in life. Yeah. And especially as a yes. especially as a um you know a black woman having a black son and a black daughter you know the odds are already oh, against yeah. black people that's right. no secret yeah yeah that's true you ha- you have to teach your kids to let them know what it is uh, I talked to my son about especially when all of this riots and stuff that's going on. I talked to my son and I had to, you know, tell him, you got to walk out there with your eyes wide open. Everybody's not going to be your friend. I know you a nice kid. You sweet kid. They ain't going to look at you like that. They don't see you as a sweet kid. Not the kid that I know. They see you. They don't see you as a black man walking down the street with your hoodie That's on. it. Just another black man. That's, That's all they look at us as. They don't know us by name. You know what? I already have, right. And I already had like when I met his teachers and stuff, they, they always tell me, Oh, he always looks so mean. And I'd be like, Why do you why do he look mean? Like, oh, we know he not mean, but he always got that look on his face. Like, that's just how his face looks. <laughs> Like what? What you want him to do? People, like that's his face. People don't really <laughs> understand that. Like that's just something how people look. It's like it's, you can't change it. If right. their actions is it's not like, how they look, do? don't judge them on off how they look. Judge them off their actions. Right. Exactly. That's too much. Oh, he always looked like he want to beat somebody up. That's what they told me. I said, this kid is not gonna beat nobody yeah. up. He's like, no, we know, but he doesn't just look like that. I'm like, get out of here. That is just way too much. <laughs> yeah, they're crazy. That is way too much. I'm like, oh, God. 
And that's that's that that's the type of stuff. That's the type of stuff that we get put in jail for because we look a certain way. Because you look a certain way. Like, oh, you you you, just walking down the street. You look like you a criminal. Right. Take them into custody. Like what makes me? Exactly. It's crazy. It's like when a black once a black man is put in custody for sexual abuse. He should not be worried about, oh, yeah, I didn't do this. He should worry more about getting a lawyer, talking to his parents, and knowing that Mm -hmm. there's a chance he might not never come home. Right, which is sad for me. Yeah, yep. we about to wrap it up, you know. Sabrina, welcome to the show. Thanks for coming on here. This is a topic that we'll definitely cover again in the future. We're gonna yeah. with more people yeah. on here. Unfortunately, a lot of people couldn't make it because they at work. Yeah. And, and, and other and other family yeah. things, but it was definitely great having you on the show. I really appreciate you for coming on here. Thank you. I appreciate yes, you. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> so tell the audience, tell the audience, yeah. and tell the people where they can find your um your your woman clothing. My my store. Yes. Yes, at VeltBeautique.com. It's spelled V-E-L-T-E, Beautique.com. And since I haven't launched it yet, but you can go to the website and enter your email. And once I open, it will send you an email letting you know that the store is open. And you can follow my Instagram page at Belt-Beautique.com. Yeah, Velt Dash Boutique. That's on Instagram. And yeah, that's all I have. That's it. It's yours truly, INZ Perspectives, Heart to Heart Podcast. See you later. One, one love. Bye.